Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You are watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I am here Monday through Friday and I explain crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Today's news stories are, why is Bitcoin going up? Massive price jump recently, what's happening? SEC tells company tells crypto companies that they will not be rewarded for self-regulating good behavior. This is important. You want to check this out. And we have a European Union crypto regulation update. Our story yesterday seems to have had some ripple effects. Uh, all that and more. And if you like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below like and subscribe and hit the bell if you're watching on youtube and give me five stars and 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 follow me if you're watching or if you're listening on podcast and just to be clear and litigious this is not financial advice this is for entertainment purposes only you can use the links below to do your own research okay let's jump in so who's buying bitcoin invest answers which is a technical analyst on YouTube. You could check it out, the link's below. All this stuff is great. And according to him, a $4,000 jump in Bitcoin requires 3.8 billion US dollars of purchasing power, at least at these levels right now. So North Americans, and so who are these people buying this stuff? Because it went up more than $4,000. So it went up just over $5,000. Well, it turns out that North Americans and Brazilians are the addresses that are pumping crypto. And remember, we are able to identify where everything is coming from because we have we have on-chain analysis. All transactions can be can be seen and Therefore, we could see exactly what IP addresses are purchasing. So where these people are coming from and where this money is coming from. And according to that data, North Americans and Brazilians are the addresses that are pumping crypto. European addresses actually have a net outflow, which is very interesting. European, Russian and Ukraine addresses account for $250 million of inflow into Bitcoin. So what do you think about that? So only 250 million out of a a theoretical 3.8 billion. So what is that? That's like 8x or something like that. So now let's check this out. It's possible Invest Answers a technical analyst come goes on and says that it's possible that the 250 million dollars buying by between Russia, Ukraine and European, like all that money that's happening, all that trans those transactions that are happening in that part of the world in the midst of this conflict, it is possible that that started the initial pump upwards. But other parts of the world are seeing a use case for this. And so is that going to keep going up or is this just another fake out where it goes up and drops and people take profits and we're left kind of like thinking, when is this thing going to move? Is it going to move? Uh, leave a comment below if what you think about this price action. Is this something to get excited about or is this not something that we should be getting excited about? Moving on, businessinsurance.com reports that the SEC enforcement cop I'll pull that up for you. If you're listening on podcast, you can check out check out the links below. It says the title of the article is SEC Enforcement Cop says crypto 
company amnesty is not on the table. And the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission will not offer amnesty to currency cryptocurrency companies that self-report violations of security laws, although they may face smaller penalties, the agency's enforcement director told Reuters. Well, this is the most clarity we have received from the SEC. Many in the industry are frustrated and want clarity. This clarity, this clarity that we're re, that we're getting now, says that you will have to pay fines. You will get, you may get favorable consideration in the enforcement, but you will face that enforcement. The penalties will be worse if you do not come in and confess to committing uh, to do something against the law, committing a crime basically, and register now. This is very interesting. I have some more information for you. And where is it? <clears throat> Sorry, uh, our message. Okay, here we go. Many in the industry had hoped that the SEC would launch a self-reporting amnesty, according to attorneys. But Mr. Grual, forgive me if I did not pronounce that right, said that was not on the table. He continues to go on to say, our message is that we'll view the co their conduct more favorably if they come in, such as what the remedies will look like, including penalties and finding a path to complying with the securities laws. That's the benefit entities get from self-reporting violations and working with us. Now, I have reported that uh, BlockFi, a, uh, another cryptocurrency uh, cryptocurrency platform, trading platform exchange. They were offering, they were offering interest uh, for Bitcoin and other other stable coins and other coins, and they have since stopped that, grandfathered everyone in, and are now going through the registration process to do it by the book. Now, this kind of sounds like a scare tactic to me. Like they don't really have rules clarified enough to help the industry figure it out. And the SEC versus Ripple Labs, Ripple Labs lawsuit, which I continuously keep you all up to date. If you haven't paid attention to that, you can go back and check out some of those episodes. Well, that lawsuit is not going well. There have been some recent developments, which I've reported on recently, and uh, that are not good for, for the SEC's case. So we'll see if they even like win this. And if they don't, they may not have a choice but to allow get, give some amnesty or grandfather in some of these tokens that came up uh, prior to this uh, lawsuit. Also, Crypto exchanges are playing their part in the Russian sanctions. They're working very closely with U.S. intelligence agencies, whether you like that or not. They are definitely participating and playing their part. Not sure how this will pay off, but Mr. Gual, the this enforcement, this attorney guy that works at the uh, SEC, he's known to be super tough. So this could be some grace on, on their part saying, hey, come in. We won't make it hurt that much, but we gotta set we gotta set a precedent where you can't just break the law and say, "Oh, well, I didn't know the rules." That's basically how they're saying. However, that's really not fair because the rules are not clear for something that starts off looking like a security, but then becomes a commodity. There's no real clear pathway for that process to occur. However, the SEC doesn't care because if it was once a security, it should have been registered as a security at some point. So we'll see exactly how this all plays out. 
this still could be a scare tactic because they don't really have the tools they need to force anybody to do anything. So they want people to come in, admit wrongdoing, and then they can kind of figure it out with them. Or maybe they'll just say, okay, you're good because you are a security and now you're a commodity. You pay this fine and you can kind of get on with it because there's nothing else. Now you're not within the in the, within the rules of the SEC. So we'll see how this all plays out and I'll be keeping you up to date. I will keep you reported, reporting the latest on all this. Risk and adoption are paramount in understanding where price is going. And this is not financial advice. Now, there are also celebrity endorsements that have driven popularity in crypto investing. And uh, there's a November poll that says 16% of US adults have invested in crypto. That's up a little bit more from a CNBC report in July of last year saying 13% of Americans are invested. So from July to August, it went up 3%. And all these polls were done before the crypto bull. I mean, the Super Bowl. Haha. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be very curious to see, especially considering with uh, Coinbase's ad that they did with the jumping QR code, which everyone hated on, they saw record jumping uh, downloads in in the app store for Coinbase. So let's see if those people turned it were new crypto investors, because that would be awesome if they were. And tomorrow, I during this during this research, I found something fascinating. The percentage of investing women in the US that own crypto, you will be shocked. I have a whole piece on for tomorrow's news on that. So check back tomorrow. Okay, moving on. The block reports that lawmakers have removed Bitcoin ban from the latest version of the EU crypto's registrate uh, legislation. Let me pull that up for you. Okay, you can see that here. All right. So as I reported to you yesterday, the EU is trying to push through crypto regulations. The head of the ECB, which is the European Central Bank, has been pushing for this. The Greens and the Socialists want to address the energy use in crypto. So they don't really want a rule or a law that is out there without these, without tackling this. Now, I mentioned that I thought this was crazy yesterday, considering we're in the we're in the fo uh, fog of war or the mist of war to force for something like this and just to say, hey, this is how what we came up with. Let's just pass this through. It's like maybe we need to take a little more time, debate, be smart about this. The environment is very important. And if but if the goal is is for sanctions to help with sanctions, then why would we hold up a rule that can just kind of navigate the rules of cryptocurrency versus the specific uh, proof of my proof of work mining, which is the energy intensive mining used to secure Ethereum and Bitcoin, as well as process transactions. Now, the majority of the energy used is to secure the network, just in case anybody's uh, anybody's co uh, confused about that. It is not the transaction, the use of energy for the transactions. It is more for securing the network. Now, moving on. Well, the EU has stripped the anti-proof of work language, and I have a tweet here, and... Um, it says that this guy is, let's see. It says that the rapporteur for the legislation of the head of the econ committee, Berger, last week delayed votes that had that he had scheduled for February 28th in response to outcry over the offending language. 
And he says, correct is the paragraph is no longer in the text. The report has yet to be voted on in committee in this vote. We will then see where the majorities lie. The decision has not yet been made. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and watch yesterday's episode. I talked all about exactly what's going on. However, I would like to say the paragraph that we're talking about specifically in question in these rules that the EU is trying to push through is as of as as from 1st of January 2025, crypto assets issued, offered or admitted to trading in the union shall not be based on or rely on environmentally unsustainable consensus mechanisms. The consensus mechanisms shall comply with minimum environmental sustainability standards. Now, if you look at this, as from 1st of January 2025, the crypto assets issued, offered or admitted. So that means there's no grandfathering clause. There's no, there's no, there's no pass for older coins. It's not saying for newer coins. This is the way this language is, is like basically all coins will have to meet these sta uh, environmental standards. And from what I reported on yesterday, they are meant to make, keep them very small. So they can only use a small amount of energy. So then that would prevent the coins from growing that much and uh, potentially become a risk factor because the more miners that come on to mine that specific coin will, uh, will, if it can't increase the amount of energy, then what could that, that means like an outsider could come in, like in another country could ramp up a bunch of mining rigs and overtake the power in the European Union and essentially attack, attack the network. Uh, moving on. So here we go right here. Berger's office told the block that the voting date was to be made in two to four weeks, the 14th of March or early April. In the meantime, the draft bill is not expected to change dramatically. If it passes those votes, the bill will face a tree log debate, including the European Commission and Council, as well as Parliament. Now, all that basically means is that they're trying to get the say they're trying to get the rules through now they don't want to hold it up just because they want to tackle all everything they're not trying to get everything done at once there's the things they need right now for these sanctions so that they can help manage these sanctions now what do you think of all of this is this bullish or is this bad for crypto no news for bitcoin is good news for bitcoin or sorry, no news for Bitcoin is bad news for Bitcoin. Have you ever noticed that when Bitcoin's not in the news, the price just kind of trickles away? That's very interesting. Uh, governments are trying to regulate it. War is bringing to light use cases. I am cautiously optimistic about the future, and I'll be back tomorrow with more news and updates. Please let me know what you think about this. You know, our stories, just to recap today, were what is making Bitcoin go up? It looks like North America and Brazilians are pushing the price up, and it looks like the Ukraine and the Russian and the European addresses are not massively buying. They are a fraction of what is being purchased. So that is a positive for the use, again, to evade sanctions. The SEC is telling crypto companies that you will be not be rewarded for good behavior. Is this a scare tactic or is this grace? And should companies go in and just do it and suffer the, the, the penalty hand, but it'll be less than what it would be otherwise? And what do you think about this new crypto regulation update? Please leave a comment below, like, subscribe. It helps support me and it doesn't cost you anything. And I will see you all tomorrow. Hot along.